Oh, that's what it was. He started talking to the girls. He started talking to the teenage girls. He pointed out the girls. Remember, he's like, ladies, remember this, because I will never forget the temptation I felt when when that girl put her hand on my leg. That is some Mark Driscoll if I have never heard it. What in the Mars Hill is happening? For real. Dude, dude, you guys, I'm telling you, this is real. This, God, if we could write a book, bro. We could start a podcast. We could start a podcast. Dude. Hey, I'm Chelsea. And I'm Brandon. And we've recorded this intro four times. This is the Religious Dropouts. What's up, you guys? We're so excited to have you. Yeah, happy Memorial Day weekend. It's a doozy over here. It really is. Um, let's talk about some life updates, you guys. How are you? We hope you're doing great. Yep. Um, be hammy, Sammy. What's up with you? Ooh. Yeah, you've had some stuff. I've had some stuff. Um, I guess the biggest thing is probably just job transition. Uh, I switched from, I switched. I got a, uh, job opportunity in Grand Rapids. Um. I wish I had the, um, little sound bite. Like I had the little fun, 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 fun. Oh, I was thinking hand clap, but same thing. Yeah. Same, yeah, definitely. Okay. Drum roll. Um, Brrr, that was a drum roll. Sorry, go ahead. And then people fade out with the claps. <laughs> uh, I got a new job opportunity uh, about a week ago, a couple weeks ago, probably. And uh, that's been really incredible. It's in Grand Rapids. Jackie and I, for a while, uh, have been like dreaming of uh, Grand Rapids. Well, I think I just sent you that thing. It got top, top, didn't it? Was it like top 15? Places to live in the was, United States. It was twenty. Yeah, yeah that it was, was that was crazy. Which crazy? It, the list was like one hundred and fifty. Yeah. So to be twenty, I mean that's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. that was awesome. Ann Arbor was up there too. Yep. Anyway, which means I had to leave my my old job. Um, but uh, love them. Rest but, in peace. But happy to love happy you guys. to move into something uh, that will do a lot for our family. Yeah, and that was a great um, that was a great transition. Really excited yeah. for for the future there. Oh yeah, like my uh the my previous position at um. Uh, the church I was at, uh, they they were incredibly. You gracious. almost said the name, didn't you? Yeah, I just for some reason felt protective. <laughs> I know, I know. It's like people can Google it, but it's fine. Yeah, yeah. And we can talk about that later. <laughs> why I feel protective? Oh yeah, we will talk. We actually will. Oh, which reminds me, we told you in episode two two that you were going to hear this story. This is going to be the story, which yep. you'll hear. You'll hear it in a minute. But yep. um, I've been good. Life's been tough. You know, I'm not. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm not really plugged into a church right now. I, I work as a director at a nonprofit that I'm obsessed with. We do, um, a lot of homeless, we, we deal with homelessness. We also deal with like addiction and, um, I'm just in love with, with my job there. I'm in love with the people there, but, um, but, uh, we have a church also and it's amazing. It's so diverse. It is, um, it's just the best environment in the world. I love it, but I'm not really plugged in and, uh, I've preached a couple times there to help for our pastor. I love, I still love preaching. I love, I love what God lays on my heart, being able to share that with people. But I just, I'm not there. I'm just not ready to sit back in a church yet. And mm. uh, so that's been hard. I think when you go through hardship and you also don't have a church, you're like, Ugh. yeah. So I'm and probably more... tricky. So being tricky. like an ex pastor because so you would have told I hate everybody. Them all. I'm just kidding. Well, you would have told yeah. so many people like, yeah. "Oh, just get to church." Yep, absolutely. And it's true. Like people be like, "Well, you can find church not in a building," and I'd be like, "Says who?" You know. But like literally, I mean, I'm finding a lot of places of community right now. Yeah. So I feel like playing Mario Party with my friends sometimes can feel like church. The fellowship, mm-hmm. the fun, the you know, just 
having moments together with community and family feels like. I got to say, even some of the conversations we've been having with our, our dropout community, they, they've been kind of Gosh, kind yeah. of church too. Yeah. And I can't wait, you guys. I said this, I think, on episode one, but I, I have a dream that um, that this could be a church community someday, yeah. that we could have some kind of really weird, unorthodox, all saints and sinners Nadia Bowles Weber type of type of stuff going on, just really, just really getting wild. It'd be cool to to to. We need to get on the books like a meetup. Oh my god, yeah, really I cool. love that'd be awesome. Yeah, if you guys are interested in that, let's let's do it. So let us know. It'd have to be like that dance movie where like everybody gets a text. Are you talking about Dirty Dancing? No way. No. Okay, that's too old. I've never seen it. Um, someone's coming for me in the comments over that one. I don't know. Okay, cool. All right. If you guys know the dance movie with the text, tell us the know. dance movie with the text where everybody gets it like an hour before there's a dance off. Love it. That yeah. is a rate. Oh, oh, with just the... dance is yeah. what I want to say. No, but that's just dance the game. Is the game. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly. Someone's watching this like so pissed. Step we... up. Step up. That's it. To the streets. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, I have a surgery this week. I'm panicking. I'm not even gonna lie. I have a surgery coming up this week. Oh yeah. And it's it's a huge deal, um, and I am I'm very scared. It's a major surgery, um, and I'm having a couple procedures done. One is uh, it's going to make it the breast day ever. <laughs> I'm getting a breast reduction, so you know, not really the the thing we want to go and do necessarily on the pod. You know, we got lots of people listening, but um, it is a pretty serious procedure, and um, it was approved by, approved by insurance. Uh, an actual medical wow. need. So yeah. So I feel like it's definitely worth it. You gotta do it. But I'm I'm not gonna lie, I'm about to back out. So you guys wanna pray for me. I'm so close to just not doing Crazy. it. Crazy. I know, I'm panicking. You're, you're so, gonna be okay though. Oh God. Yeah. God better see me through, you know what I mean? I got more stuff to say. So um, all right, we're gonna play Ben's Q. Um, we got a, a friend that called yeah. in. Um, we love the call-ins, one of our favorite parts of the podcast. And um, we're trying to name this segment too. I know. If you guys have an idea, like we'll, we'll get like a little song for it. We'll get a graphic. Yeah, but we don't know what to we don't know what to call it. Yeah. Connecting with the drop Wow. That's not I the just direction. Wrote that. Not a direction I want to go, but I support you in that. If really? Yep. Yep. Nope. Nope. Okay. We're gonna keep talking about that. So <laughs> that's a good direction. Yeah, you guys let us know what yep. you think. Um, but this guy, uh, we love when you guys call in, we love hearing your stories and, um, we had a couple really funny ones. We also had a voicemail this week that said, I want, I love snacks. I think is what it was. We should have just played that, but yeah, we've had some really good calls. Mm. So please remember that if you call in, you don't have to tell a story. You could ask for some advice. We may not have any, but you could ask for it. Was the snacks a confession or a praise report? Oh man. I don't both probably. Okay. I want snacks. Maybe they said I need snacks. A prayer request. Unclear. All right, let's uh, let's let's roll with uh, Benny Boy. See what he has to tell us. The hardest thing about walking into a church for me is not knowing their stance on so many things. Because the thing about the Bible is you can you can pull anything from it that you want. There's a verse somewhere that you can interpret in a way that will will appeal to anything that you believe, and so that means that you know one church can can say that they're the same as another but their belief system and everything that they stand for can be so largely different that it it just doesn't feel like it's a loving caring space and you don't really know that until you're weeks in sometimes that um 
that bait and switch, brother. That's what he's talking about. And what he's talking about is what most churches are super gifted at, the, the bait and switch. It's the gray. Mm-hmm. They're not black or white. They're gray. You never yeah. really know what they believe. You're not really sure what side of the fence they're on. Yeah, I've seen um, I've seen some great websites out there that uh, that help people determine whether a church oh, yeah. is, is for them or not, affirming or not. Yeah. Uh, yep. And has women clergy or not? I mean, I'd like to go further to say like, right. uh, is it anti-racist or not? Like that. That's yeah. the kind of thing that I'd like to probably. Right. But, but I think Ben's on to something for sure. Yeah, and I can put that in the show notes too. Yeah. Yeah, the links to those but websites. But Ben's not wrong that it is hard when you're looking up a website. Yeah like a church and and being like oh okay this is good and even even so many churches the first thing you're going to see on their welcome sign or their banners is uh you are welcomed here yeah and it's like are we though yeah are we i just let me know yeah like uh, you are welcome here and then like the little asterisk and like at the bottom it has like all the <laughs> but not if this you know there's a naked pastor uh i love naked um, pastor we got a couple pit prints from the naked pastor, we'll shout him out and then post the prints in our Instagram. He posted a graphic this past week, um, where where it was a church door and it said like "short people welcome," and all these people were peeking over the like window in the door, but yet this short person was trying to reach the handle and couldn't get oh, in. Oh, that's so good! Isn't that good? Yeah, that's yeah. so good. Yeah. Um. Well, I want to read a quote really quick from Rachel Held Evans, who is um was just an incredible theologian and author and. Um, mother and wife she was she was just amazing and she um wrote a wrote a lot of literature and one of her my favorite books from her is called inspired what, what, what's your favorite book from her yours is different isn't it or is it inspired it is inspired i was gonna say i couldn't remember i think i get something from ever my first one was uh, a year of biblical womanhood yeah yep and that one was instrumental for yeah. me just to be eye-opening uh, i think uh, just to be a man yeah and to kind of be like okay i see the the complexity around this yeah Um, yeah yeah and then um so this is a this is a quote from her book uh inspired but the reason that i wanted to read this is because it's literally exactly what ben said which i think is so cool ben's a college student um and i just love the way that you know i'm 32 years old like i don't interpret things the way that the ben does um i just i'm older and so i think the way that he just articulated that was so beautiful being able to hear his story um but i want to read this quote because i think it just it just further deepens what he was saying to us Hmm. The truth is, you can bend scripture to say just about anything you want it to say. You can bend it until it breaks. For those who count the Bible as sacred, interpretation is not a matter of whether to pick and choose, but how to pick and choose. Mm. We're all selective. We all wrestle with how to interpret and apply the Bible to our lives. We all go to the text looking for something, and we all have a tendency to find it. So the question we have to ask ourselves is this. Dropouts, listen up. This is a good one. Are we reading with the prejudice of love with Christ as our model, or are we reading with the prejudices of judgment and power, Hmm. self-interest and greed? Are we seeking to enslave or liberate, burden or set free? I just, I think that's a beautiful quote. And my favorite is at the end, you know, are we looking, are we looking in the scriptures to, to burden for burden, to burden someone else or to set someone else free? And I just think that's a beautiful way to to think about the way we look at scripture and the way you approach it. I think Ben was right. Whatever you want to find in the Bible, you can probably find it. Definitely. So the heart, the way your heart is when you go into the Bible, the way your mind is, the relationships you have with people, all of that plays a role in, in what you read. Yeah. Uh, so. Even even what you carry to it, like which is what we're saying. Yeah. Uh, there, the narrative that you you speak 
you speak because of your your history or your culture you will go to the bible and you'll carry things to it your political beliefs you carry that to it unfortunately yeah 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 i do love what she said about having a a bent towards what was it like god's love and um yeah about just um how we pick and choose the, the text and if we read it with christ's love as our model right yeah yep love that um so you know we've been talking a lot i think every week we talk about church hurt um because it's what we've been through it's what started this journey for us is that pain and um and i think you know we wanted to share this story with you because i think there's a a really interesting thing to be said about how far a hateful christian will go and and you've heard the saying there's no love quite like christian hate mm-hmm. and i just think oh oh did this one just top the charts for me so for sure um i guess should we give a little bit of a backstory being a little bit vague and just setting this this tone maybe i mean i think we could definitely say uh you guys are a family now so you guys know when we say this person has been in the past one of chelsea and i's main (laughs) keyboard warriors for christ oh man well for someone yeah anyway he thinks someone right 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 yeah and i think that's like i think this is not a bad conversation off of what uh what ben just was was talking about yeah. Because so many people bring something to the Bible, mm-hmm. and then they say, well, it's the Bible. Yeah, when it's really just your personal data. Yeah, and now I'm going to come for an attack. Like, yep, yep. Um, yep. What What more backstory were you kind of thinking well, would be beneficial? I was thinking that this dude didn't just do this out of nowhere. No. Right? And so I, I'm going to set I'm gonna set some stage, and we've got a little bit of time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk a little bit. Yeah. Brandon and I uh, – actually, I'm going to leave you out of it for a second. I had an instance with a with a, a pastor um, where his languaging and the way he was preaching and the things he was saying to to in kids services um, to adults uh, on public Facebook posted sermons, I had a real problem with this individual's theology. Um, and that was okay. I think it's okay to disagree, right? Like, hello, yep, welcome definitely. to where we are. Yep. The problem, though, is that he started to really make sure that, like, nobody felt safe that was outside of his beliefs. Yeah. Like, if you did not align with his theology, you were not safe in that congregation. Yeah. And that really started to get to me, among a lot of other things that took place, which yeah. I'm not going to talk about all those. But out of that, out of some things that happened with this guy, I started to... I went to kind of the head of our denomination and I said, listen, this is, these are some real problems and I'm very triggered by this stuff. It's very dangerous. It's it's rhetoric. There's politics in here. This is very dangerous and this has got to be handled. And it was, there, there was a uh, investigation. I'm I'm trying to make sure I use all the right language. There was an investigation that launched into this, into this minister and in these sermons and a lot of these. And I I think over like 12 people and probably more, but I'm just going to err on the side of caution. Yep stepped forward and they shared testimonies of, of hurt and pain and um and danger that they also experienced from this same leader. It was crazy. And it, and it was sad. It was not, this is not like a joke. I mean, this was a very serious, devastating thing for us. And we'll talk more about this in future episodes. This, we're not dropping it all now, but mm-hmm. for context, I think they needed to know that this person, their right. message came from a place of these people attacked my pastor. 
yeah. these people because he he's a leader in their well, I don't know what he leads, but he at one point was a leader. Well, in it's their interesting church. because uh, if you if he wants anonymity, he yeah. claims not leader. Yes, yeah, like when he wants it to be a secret, he's just a church member. Yeah, but when he wants to attack you. Usually he's a church leader. Yeah, um, which I think is a good a good segue because um, yep. my uh, my last place of employment received uh, received uh, a letter to our general mailbox um, from from this person. So let me back up. Brandon's job, where he works, and what was your title there? Executive assistant. So not a pastor, not a Sunday school teacher. You weren't in pastoral leadership there. You were an executive assistant administrator. I mean, you did a lot in the office. He did tons of stuff at this job. Nothing where you were preaching to people this career. Mm-hmm. And this dude from a from a church from a from an old church of places we used to be a part of that I've blocked on my social media. So doesn't the dude's even blocked, but found something I posted, didn't agree with it. And decided I'm gonna screenshot it and sent it to his freaking boss. You guys, right? He sent. Well, maybe I don't even know if it'd be worse or not if it was my boss, but the general mailbox. So like, yeah. So who knows who could have got? So it. eight of my coworkers, you know, saw I mean? this le- saw this letter, and I guess yeah. the contents of the letter were pretty like it was. It was not super long, not super detailed. It's, it's to my memory. But it's just the fact that, like, can you imagine? Yeah, I just feel like uh, stay in your lane. Like, I just feel like, like what? But can you imagine hating someone that much? That's right. Where yeah. you would ever take, you could be offended. You could or be want mad. want to harm. Even, yeah, like, want to harm. Yeah, intent yeah. to harm. Yeah. What was your intent? Yep. Sending something you disagreed with to this person's employment. Oh, my gosh. Well, and, he would say uh, he is. Um, a keyboard warrior for guys. Yes. Yeah. But more so, it's just like, it, it's the mission. It's the, uh, it, the sooner we can stop throwing rocks, the faster we can, which is, this is a quote now is like, sooner we can quit throwing rocks th- at each other, which no one was throwing rocks. No, there was no rocks. Thrown. Yeah. It was just like, completely different city. Just like, there's no, yeah, there's no interaction. Not the, Between not the same denomination. No. Yep. And, uh, yeah, and had that audacity. Um, God, just and uh, followed up with um, my oh yeah my supervisor. Oh yeah. Then there was another one when the podcast came out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so not only did he send a letter to or he sent a keyboard warrior moment document to Brandon's job, he followed up with that. Yep. When we launched the podcast, definitely. And I don't remember what that was, but about how bad the podcast was, I think. Or yeah. How how dangerous or how how um, divisive the podcast would be to Brandon's job at this church. Yeah. Just, oh, my God. I just, you guys. And I just, I well, guess I mean, it's luckily like, I have good leaders. Oh, uh, yeah, they were great. Church. I'm yeah, so glad yeah, yeah. you just said that. Oh, my gosh. We yeah. left them on red. We do not want to leave that church on red. No, Brandon's leadership, I mean, and I don't mean to speak to this. It wasn't my story, but they were amazing. Amazing. They were great. Yep. And they knew it was a keyboard warrior. They knew they knew it for what it was, like a well, crappy Christian. And honestly, I want to a take double a second. C. I want to take a second and talk about uh, the blessing it was for the past like two years of my life to serve under leaders that actually pray for you and care for you and Absolutely. get to know you because I hadn't experienced that 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I, only in manipulative ways would I be prayed for um, yeah. in the past, like yeah. by my by my pastoral leadership. But um, but they genuinely cared about your life. Yeah. Yeah, they did. So so anything that had been happening, they already knew about. Yeah. They knew I was launching a podcast. Yeah. They they believed in me. Yeah. They, you know yep. what I mean? Like exactly. They, uh, they, yeah. they heard my prayers and my cries and about yep. about how this has affected my family deeply. I was one of the people that, um, like Chelsea said about, uh, that had an issue with this one minister. I was one of the, one of the 12 testimonies. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and man, this situation, you guys will, you will get to know me over time. Um, I've been, I've been more than quiet, more than respectful about, about what's been going on. Uh, Most of us have, even though that's true. Even though it's been so close yeah. to to my family and the way it's hurt me, yeah, yeah, and I think it's just like I, I don't know. I I feel like for me, it's like you guys you guys have similar stories too, right? Like you you get it, mm-hmm. um, you you get what it's like. I mean, I remember my friend messaged me, and I won't share her name because I haven't asked permission. Yeah, but she messaged me. She was attending a, a fairly large church, and had they had a guest preacher come in, but they knew the guest preacher. It wasn't like when I say guest preacher, I don't mean that like it was some random pastor. They didn't know what he was going to say. And no, this was like a friend. They knew what he was going to say. They of knew the lead pastor, yeah. the congregation well, or um, kind of both. Some of the older congregation, the lead pastor. Yeah. Like definitely had relationship with the people there. Okay. And the dude preaches like this whole homophobic sermon, like the whole sermons, like about anti being anti-gay wow. and like how, how homosexuality is a sin and all this stuff. And, and she's just like, and she just messaged me of just like, it, it's, it's so often, it's so shocking the audacity of some of these leaders that that we've worked for, that we've worked with, that you feel permission not only to speak about something like that from the pulpit. First of all, that's that is a whole other thing, but that you that you have that kind of audacity to to speak about things like that from the pulpit when you when you know that it's probably not even that close to them, yeah. especially by what he said. Yeah. And that's another thing. But and then you have the audacity to be sitting in a church and be thinking that you're a Christian, and then you would send someone's job a letter about how they're not Christian and they say they are. Yeah. It's just, oh my God. I mean, it knows no bounds. It's just outrageous. Yeah. It's outrageous. Well, hopefully with my new job, uh, they'll I hope they'll he emails not. them. <laughs> I, hope, I, hope he, I hope he emails them and just says, hey guys, uh, Brandon is not a Christian. And I hope they can email him back and be like, weird, because we don't, that has nothing to do with us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in our hiring policy, we can't... Uh, we can't discriminate against yeah. religion. So, so actually, whatever he is, so he's cheers. Good. He's yeah, good. you want to take a shot with us? Come on, come on on. Yeah, yeah. It's just outrageous. I don't know. I just, I, I think the church hurt runs so deep. We've heard so many stories in the last couple of weeks, and that's the most beautiful thing about this podcast is the stories that we've heard. Um, and uh, and I just, I think back to some of the messages we've gotten, where people have just felt so lost. And that's that's what I think is the most hurtful about the church pain that these people are calling in and telling us about mm. or leaving messages about is that the church is supposed to be the one place where you're found. Yeah. And it's gut-wrenching to see all of wow. these kids. And not just kids. That's so I good. Say that, Could you but... say that just again, that whole like uh... – <laughs> Run it back. Hey, now I'm officially hey, a podcaster. Hey, technical producer, because... <laughs> can you run that back? Oh, wait, we're broke. No, just that's kidding. also me. We, we brand new. <laughs> no. but But yeah, like the church is supposed to be a place where you're found. And it's the one place where everyone that we find seems to feel lost. Yeah. And that is just, it's been, it's hurt. It hurts. It hurts. Yeah. There's a real problem when uh, homophobia and racism and nationalism unite each other. In one place. And it's a church. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's really, it's very Toby Keith of them, really. 
Toby Keith. What's the is song? that that song? Is that the one that's my daddy served in? Is that the one? <laughs> Sing more of it and I'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'd be a hard pass for me. It may be super hard to find a place to go to church, but I'll tell you what's not difficult. A place to find a bomb-ass coffee with incredible ingredients, an impeccable science process, and the coolest workers we've ever met. Yeah, we're talking about Strange Matter Coffee that's located in Lansing, Michigan. And uh, it's on the east side of town. Uh, They're opening one uh, in MSU's campus. They're really incredible. They have great style, which I always love in a coffee shop, but even better people and uh, product. Yeah, and Strange Matter is one of the best inclusive environments we've ever been to. We're super excited that they are sponsoring the Religious Dropouts podcast that you're listening to right now. And we asked the chief executive of Snark, our friend Kara, what her favorite product is on the menu. And this is what she said. Her favorite item is the cold brew concentrate that we steep with ground chicory root. And then we combine the concentrate with ice, simple syrup, and milk. It is the sweetest drink on our menu, and it is a huge crowd favorite. Thanks for that recommendation, Kara. We can't wait to try it over there. I'm into a Pop-Tart and a vanilla latte, so check that out, too. We love you, Strange Matter. Thank you. So we we do talk about a lot of church pain. So I do want to, like, I don't know, I want to mix it up a little bit. What's the best experience you ever had in the church? What's like 10 out of 10? If you could think of a great experience, hmm. I will say um, free like ice cream and pizza. That that was great. We got a lot of free snacks. Yeah. No denying we had a lot a of free serious? snacks. Oh, a serious? Oh, we were serious. Answer? I'm sorry. But the snacks are pretty serious. The snacks are good. But oh, but serious, man. yeah, I wonder. I, I will say um, when I was at the church, one of the churches I served at, um, and I will full sign with this lady's name because she is a freaking saint. But um, Carrie Burba, Carrie freaking Burba, one of the best women I've ever known, and her husband too, and her daughter. I mean, her whole family. Yeah. Oh my God, I love them. But Mike and Carrie and Megan, they were Megan was a student of mine, and um, when we got our foster daughters, we didn't know what we were gonna do. We didn't know. I mean, daycare. Like we didn't have money to pay for daycare really, but the state gives you money. But that was all confusing, and we couldn't. You know, the paperwork wasn't working. It's just a big thing. Mm-hmm. And um, and I will say that that Carrie and her family, among a lot of people, right? But but she was a huge one that that stepped up and watched. Both of our daughters at one point, the foster daughters we had, um, but was just so willing to do whatever we needed and just be there with us and, and be in, in um, community with us. And I feel like I always get scared with our podcast sometimes that they that the great people from the church, because we had the, the we did have great experiences mm-hmm. somewhere They're They're a little bit like underwater, but they're there. You look look a little bit hard. You know, you can see them. And um, and I feel like uh, I don't ever want them to get lost like they're still good it's just there's a lot of trauma yeah above it but so i feel like that was one of my favorite moments is, is that family and mm. the way that some of our families minister to us in those in those journeys but what are you thinking um man i i i this is a that's a that's a real hard question which is sad yeah because I think it it's like well, and I wish I could have said like when I became Jeffrey's guardian, like yeah. the church helped me get all these things, and but but they, they didn't. didn't they didn't help you do isn't that crazy? Yeah, it is crazy. I that's what I wanted to say. Like that felt so right when you were talking about. Well, like, tell us about Jeffrey real quick. Well, I mean, maybe not his personhood, but you your situation. You had a student. Yeah, I was. Just 20, so they know I was twenty five, and I had a student, uh, a previous student that I have seen most of his life grow up. Um, but I was his youth pastor for four, four or five years. 
Yeah. And um, uh, just love the kid to death. Still do. Uh, just texting him today. Uh, he's out in California. Love you, G Money. Love you. Glad you're having the best time of your life. God, um, maybe that was the best thing. The students, dude. Oh my god. It really was. I think I was. I I would have said something like that, and I I still will say something short. But I'll just say, I just had a student that uh, he him and it, he, he. I just don't know how much of his story is like mine to share. Yeah. But I'll say it. He was in a tough a tough living situation, and I got the opportunity to be, to be his guardian. Yeah. Um, and I had to move really really fast. I was gonna say a best the best situation about that. This isn't in the church, but I. The day I was wrestling with that, um, I know I I drove to like three of my of my church family people's house, like, yeah. and I talked with uh, some one of my old like youth youth volunteers. Yeah, uh, she gave me advice. I yeah. was like, people I'm praying about this. I'm wrestling with this. Church. Yes. Yeah. So I do think like there was a little bit of like, um, of like love there. I yeah. wanted to know uh, what should I do? Community. Yeah, a value, yeah, but for sure. but yeah. Uh, so I helped him, helped him with his last year of, of high school, senior year. Um, it was insane. It was insane. G money, you cost some gray hairs, mother trucker. You know what I'm saying? Oh, is that a curse word? I don't have gray hairs. Maybe the first one. I mean, I can see some from here. I'm just, I mean, we won't zoom in or anything, but. This lighting is just too good. Oh, it, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's been hard to look at. It's, it's a little bright. It's a little bright <laughs> up in here, but you know, that's what. That's what we're doing. We're Maybe my best experience was just some. I, I've had some car rides where where I've yeah. talked real with some some students. Yeah. And uh, gosh. And those were the best. Like I just slight think... tears talking about like yeah uh like dating and I can how vivid, lonely I they can felt, vividly but they remember. wanted like yep they wanted it you know and we yep. just got to talk about the realness of that longing and I think things like that I so think good. about this students. sounds really weird I'm sorry for whatever guy I'm putting on blast no oh my, I get I was almost gonna say this <laughs> or is really all funny. of you guys I'm putting on blast. I was gonna be like oh I just thought about C Diddy <laughs> <laughs> and like he'd be so pit like you thought about me when Brandon was talking about loneliness there's real <laughs> love, love you love you buddy C. Diddy nickname. there is that's why I'm yeah, like yeah exactly. but I do love you C Diddy he's probably not listening to this but I do I do love you I wish I wish you would listen to this because we love mm-hmm. you but but no, we we had the most incredible students that we came across, and yeah. some of those students now, um, one of them, Sarah, she just became a youth youth pastor. She got her district license. It's super cool. She's still in the Nazarene Church. You we rock, still Sarah. Love, and love her. Um, and uh, um, Brenna just went on a youth or she's a, in missions, isn't she? She just went on a trip or something. Or she's she's going. Yeah, I think so. I just yeah. saw that um, Olivia, who was a counselor when you were a counselor, you guys were counselors together, right? Um, Liv, I love her. She's amazing. She's a, a a PA now. I think she's like, like just graduated this like whatever the most difficult medical, yeah. like the next part of her medical school or whatever. Are we about and, to just drop like ten students' names that I we mean, just believe in? We're gonna go okay, and then no, but like genuinely though, like we can think back to all these students that we still have a relationship with now, yeah. whether they stayed in the church or not. Yeah, and and that can be the value sometimes of the church. Is the people that you meet that don't leave, yeah. that that get to stay in your life because it's it was never about you sitting in the pew. It was always about your heart and who you were as a person. And I think that we really felt that way in the church. We really, yeah. really loved people, and it had nothing to do with whether they showed up to church or not. Yeah, it just it was who they were. We feel that over you right now. Like we just love you, no matter no matter if you're attending church or not, believing or not. Like we just right. we just got you. That's right. Call us if you need some. Yeah, no crap. Yeah, we got you. Just give us a call. Um, yeah. the number. We'll put We're the broke, number in the show but we'll notes. give it a we'll give it a shot. Uh, one thing I wanted to share really quick as we leave today. Um, we're about to kind of close out this episode, but I wanted to share a quick story. Um, June is Pride Month, 
So it's coming up in mm-hmm. just a couple days. And so I wanted to see if, and I'm going to share mine first and then to give you space if you want. Uh, and you might not have one. I'm not sure. We haven't talked a whole lot about this. Yeah, I guess we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out. But I wanted to th- think about maybe the um, the reality of students or people in your life um, coming out to you. Oh, okay. And so I'm never going to share anyone else's story. So I'm not going to be like this one time. <laughs> but I just wanted to share um, like what what that means to me now. And I think I was thinking about as Pride Month comes, I was thinking about a student once came out to me. Um, and I'll never forget. And I, I kind of want to bring this up. Number one, if, if you've been through this with a pastor. So like if you're listening and you've come out to a pastor and they've messed up, I'm going to speak to that for a second. But mm-hmm. also if you're listening to this and maybe you haven't come out yet or maybe you're not there yet, I want you to know that like we love you and we're here for you um, and and you're safe where you are. If, if coming out is not safe, staying staying mm-hmm. where you are is fine too. But I had I've had a lot of students come out to me over the years, like a lot. Um, in their sexuality. And, and, and one of them, I will never forget, they came out to me and I was like, well, it's okay, but you just can't be in a relationship. It's okay. That's your identity, but you just can't like, it's, it's all, it's against the Bible. And I will never forget thinking like, I would give anything to take it back. I would give anything to be like, I was, I was wrong. I was confused. I didn't really understand what it really did say. And I think sometimes when we talk about church hurt on this podcast, I think sometimes we have to own up to the places where we're a part of that. And I know that that student and maybe even other students, I don't know, when they think about their church hurt, it's it's pretty gut-wrenching to think they could point to me because I was young and I made mistakes. And so I don't necessarily was going to ask you, is it a coming out story? But on the same realm of the church hurt and Pride Month coming up, that was yeah. my regret, I guess, as a pastor is, is those moments when I just didn't know enough. I was too young. I was too inexperienced. And I just wondered if you have any, like, man, if someone has a church hurt and they look at, they, you know, could they point to you? Or is there anything you wish you could have changed or taken back? Now now on this side of it. Oh, man. I know there's probably, I mean, there's a few things I could say. But, so I was just thinking about that. No, I mean, uh, I don't I don't really, not necessarily relating to pride or yeah. coming out. Yeah, Um. I, 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 I don't really know what, I can't remember believing one way or another. Yeah. Um back back when I was a youth pastor. Yeah. Um so I I definitely would have felt wouldn't have felt equipped enough. Yeah. I mean I, I did meet meet students um across the district that that I would sit with and yeah. I would I would just try to understand. I don't know if I had everything figured out. Um and that's that's okay too. I think looking back um, I, I would r- much rather feel silent because I didn't know 100% than, uh, loud in my, in my, uh, figuring it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. but no, not, not as much as I, as, as I wish. Um, yeah, definitely. There's some, there's some high school regrets. So hopefully, hopefully nobody, oh my gosh. No, nobody knew me as a middle schooler or high no, school. <laughs> crap. We'll have to go over that next episode. God, don't make me You do know it. what that, just, when, uh, when I thought about regrets, I thought about, um, remember when we used to do ask me anything at camp? Yeah. Oh, you guys. No, I definitely do. You guys. We don't need to get into this really long, but I I do. told a whole room of high schoolers that oh, no. uh, I I was trying to say I loved my sister so much. This isn't bad. Oh, no. I don't know if you even remember this. No, I don't. I was trying to say I love Shelby a whole lot. We love her, too. Shout out to Shelby. And <laughs> she made this. And that. Anyway. I was trying to say I love Shelby a whole lot, and I remember just feeling like such an idiot because what I said was, like, I love her so much that uh, 
I would make sure she would get to heaven before all of you. <laughs> I said something like that. But, but it might not before have been a lie. Else, it but, might not have been a lie. He might have genuinely thought, I hope my sister goes to heaven before all of you. I, I, I don't was know. literally like. Was I in the room? Because that's that's, that's You up. were. Because okay, I was like wow. trying genuinely to say something about I'm leaving like, the podcast. How much she This mattered, is really just drop out. But I didn't. Re- I said it in a way that said all of you are, <laughs> are completely damned if that meant. Dude. Shelby Wood dude, could dude, make it. We are going to, you guys, we're going to start having some people on the podcast and we're going to get into a series, actually, a couple episodes, I think, maybe, because I think we'll stretch it, about camp. When we talk, we're going to talk about camp. So funny. if you want to stay campy, I'm telling you, this will be the place that you want to be soon. We're going to do a couple a couple camp episodes and we'll have some people on. Do you haven't asked me anything that you're embarrassed yeah. about? <laughs> so we had this segment. Please explain. Please, ex- please just give them an image of what this looked like. What when when you talk about yeah. church trauma, this is this is the trauma, dude. It's like hour and a half, oh, four to seven pastors slash pe- young people teenagers that, that have been even... pastors for a week slash me. That was me for people second. that maybe should have never been giving any advice oh, ever. Camp speakers that we had to let go, like oh, dude, you guys. Like, after after several days of the camp week, so we just. It's interesting that we're oh. and we would kind of just be like, yeah, sure, come on up. Like, yeah, and so you drop a question. These yep. students, these middle school Room or high school students, maybe. Yep, would would write a question on a note and drop it on the stage, and then and then these random leaders, and honestly, these these some of these leaders, like Brandon just said, we're just so out of like who the hell. But but we just had most some randos. Of them we really trusted and were, were couple, friends. Most of them might not. A couple of them probably got it because it would be like me, you, and then maybe like Courtney. Or Matt, or a couple, and then and then it'd be like random, like band members or like speaker, like it was person just a at week. church, been youth pastor for two weeks. Yep, just got hired, but <laughs> wants to be the person that speaks in the whole thing that should never be speaking. Yeah, definitely. And then they dominate it. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> I don't, I can't bring it up too much because the trauma is getting me. Um, I'm gonna throw up. But, but don't worry, Chelsea. I'll take this one. <laughs> <laughs> this is the next question. But we had this question once, and I don't know if you remember this. Do you remember when the person asked? about dating there was a student that asked about dating and the speaker talked about at the movies and how a girl made him feel do you remember that oh please tell me you remember that i think i do dude dude they were asking about like what was the question you remember the question i i don't even how know. do you date as it, a yeah, christian teen it, or something yeah, it's it was, probably gonna be something yeah, real simple it was so i really do think it was so innocent and so it was just yeah. like hey yo like you know, and, and we'll, we're actually, we've had several conversations about bringing up some of that too on the podcast. So we, we'll bring that up too, but we're not going there tonight, but they, they gave this question about just relationships and this guy, holy, I don't even know what started his answer, but do you remember when he said something about, I'll never forget what it felt like the first, when, it was something like that, that felt really reminiscent and gross. And you just like wanted he, to exit. Like, like my he whole was reliving soul it while he was telling body. the story. Yeah, and he was he, what was it though? It was of a girl's hand on his leg. What was the story? Do you remember? Uh it no, it was something like that though. You're it, saying all the key parts that I would have said. It was something like I would I just will never forget what it felt like. Girls, you'd oh that's what it was. He started talking to the girls. He started talking to the teenage girls. He pointed out the girls. Remember, he's like, ladies, remember this, because I will never forget the temptation I felt. When when that girl put her hand on my leg, Do you that is some Mark Driscoll. If I have never heard it, what in the Mars Hill is happening? For real, here? dude, dude, you guys, I'm telling you, this is real. This, God, if we could write a book, bro, we could start a podcast. 
We could start a podcast. Dude. But yeah, this dude was like talking to these teenage girls, like these young girls. And he's like, ladies, you need to think about the power of what you wear, of what you do, of what you say, because I will never forget what it felt. And then he's like, oh, because I'll never forget how it made me feel. We were, we were like, oh, God, that's Boo, it feels like you didn't remember, but we wish you would forget because it's getting real. real creep city up in here. Dude, on that note, I can't even imagine. <laughs> AMA is going to be a segment that we have. We're going to get like a jingle for that. That'd be hilarious for our camp um, podcast, for the camp podcast. Uh, we did not forget about our final segment. Beham, take it away. Keyboard Warriors for Christ. <laughs> Gosh, so um, the keyboard (laughs) warrior, the keyboard warrior uh, was upset with Brandon and I speaking out about some hate that we'd experienced in the church, and um, and so this is my favorite thing. My, I have two actually, but okay, here it is. Ready? <clears throat> enough is enough already. It's the voice. I'm sorry. I know I was trying really hard. <laughs> Y'all are now in the wrong. Oh, does that mean we were once in the right? Okay. Sorry. Back, back, I'm sorry. Okay. Y'all are now in the wrong. Nobody deserves to be ruined for your own, <laughs> for your own weird satisfactions. Weird satisfactions. <laughs> And I thought that reminded me of a keyboard warrior we once had that said that the only reason that Brandon wanted to do this podcast what they say about you. Dude, this lady said something about Brandon, like the only reason you want to use do this podcast is to make people angry and get people riled up. Like oh, that was the yeah, only yeah. reason you were yeah. and we're like, bro, if we want to do that, we did not need a podcast. And all it will do will push people away from God. But that one's that one's so good for our own weird satisfactions. So dropouts oh, today. Gosh. For your own weird satisfactions. Thanks for tuning in. Yep. It really satisfied us. We hope it was one star. <laughs> weird. One out of t- Is it one out of five? It is. One out of five. One out of five. Gay and overpriced. Did I wear that shirt today? Do we have You wore it, it last from? week on the podcast. Where's it from? Bobcat Bonnie's. Bobcat Bonnie's. And we'll show you guys a picture in this podcast. Overpriced and gay. One star. So I'm sure we'll be looking forward to that next. Bye, everyone. Hey fam, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Religious Dropouts Podcast. We hope it gave you a space to breathe, to laugh, and connect. It's our hope that as you journey along with us, that you too might find yourself saying, damn, it feels good to be a dropout. Be sure to check out our show notes for links to anything mentioned in this episode, including ways to connect with us on social media. We'd also love for you to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with anyone you know who might want to join our community. You are loved. Have a great week.